This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Smart Money. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Richards. I'm super excited about our show today. I have a very special guest who normally isn't here. She's the mayor of Laguna Niguel, Miss Lori Davies, is here to talk about local and state issues that I know all of us are worried about or concerned about or maybe don't even know yet about, but she's here to share with us some important topics. So, Lori, how are you doing today? I'm great, and thank you so much, Kevin, for the opportunity. Love Laguna Niguel, and I'm always happy to talk about what's going on, whether it's in the city or, you know, state and, and how it's affecting us. Yeah, it's, uh, I know we all, those who live down in South Orange County have a lot of concerns about a lot of topics, and we can't cover all of them today, I know, in our short 25 minutes that we have here or so, but I know there's a lot of them that people have that are certain uh, hot topics, let's say, that we have written down as notes today, a topic to uh, to go over. But I know before we get into that, I'd like to have our listeners know more about you, where, where you came from, sure. what drives you, why are you running you know, for the mayor of Laguna Niguel, or why have you been running for it, and why did you choose to be the mayor? And then now, you know, I know you're running for the 73rd District in the State Assembly, so we'll talk more about that. But tell our listeners a bit about who you are and what makes you uh, do what you do. Well, I am a Packer girl, and I was um, raised in Wisconsin. I bought myself a Cutlass Supreme, drove out to uh, Long Beach State, put myself through school, yeah. and then I came on down to Orange County. My background was food and beverage, and I um, got my first job as managing at the Ritz-Carlton in Dana Point. Very nice. And this was um, back in the late 80s, and uh, got into um, events, and I started my business 20 years ago, so I've been a small business owner for 20 years. Um, love Laguna Niguel. And I really started getting involved into, you know, what was going on, uh, not only at the state level, but local level and realized I love this city and I want to make sure that I can retire here. So it's important that I get involved. And that's when I get involved in government. Uh, I ran in 2012 and uh, was elected. Uh, I was mayor in 2015, 2016, and then ran again and was reelected. And I'll term out this year as mayor. So you get uh, two four year terms. So I'm finishing up, but I can tell you it's been a blessing to be able to have the opportunity to um, represent the city. I can tell in your in your face and your voice, you definitely <laughs> care about what you do. And the times we've had together, I can tell it's something that's important to you, which is nice to see. It's not common to see a person <clears throat> at uh, any age in life really stepping out of their comfort zones and volunteering, which is what you really do to uh, make a change. And that's, that's so nice to see, refreshing to see. And Thank you. I know a lot of our listeners feel blessed to have this chance to hear you and, and also to be, you know, helping you in any way they can as well. So we're happy you're here and thanks for sharing that with us. And I like the Packers as well. I'm a big Aaron Rodgers <laughs> fan, although I am from Miami. So I'm a Dolphins fan by birth. And uh, it's a sad story because they're never really that good. Recently, they, they're actually still bad. This wasn't so, a good year. No, <laughs> no it wasn't. They, they are not the greatest team. But I can say I met Dan Marino for the first time last week. I met him when I was in, in Miami. And uh, I met him actually for the second time. I was 12 years old the first time, and he signed to football, him and Don Shula, when I was, I think, 11 or 12. And then uh, I saw him, like I said, like two weeks ago. Was that planned? Uh, it was. He spoke at one of our, our conferences, and he uh, was doing meet and greet afterwards and got a photo taken. And 
you know, I say, hey, you remember me when I was 11 years old? I say, that's great. <laughs> I'm sure you don't remember that. So, <clears> so <throat> bucket yeah. list checked off, checked ready off. to go. Nicest guy, too, you can imagine, as you'd expect. So I still love the Dolphins. I just hope they get a better team. <laughs> so, I don't think they could get much worse, and uh, I don't mean it, but I, I think Nick 2 is going to be a good year. I'm hoping so, too. So I'm not as good as your team, probably, but I hope it's close. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, so why don't we start jumping here and talk about what are the, the biggest concerns or issues mm-hmm. you feel locally People are, are discussing with you in Laguna Niguel, and I know you're going to run for the South Orange County District, but tell us more about what do you hear out there and what are some solutions you're proposing or, or want to implement to fix them? Certainly. You know, the overreach um, with the state coming into um, a local level really um, is getting um, bigger and bigger, and that's really the biggest concern. Um, you know, with this, we know what's best for our city, yeah. and the state really doesn't. So right now, obviously, we've got a homeless crisis going on, yep. not to mention we have um, unaffordable housing. And those are really two of the main issues that we're dealing with right now. Um, for the last eight years, I've really tried to um, get involved uh uh, at the local level, I was um, president of the Orange County uh, League of Cities, which is somewhat of a lobbyist group that represents cities when it comes to local control, as well as I'm the current president of the Association of California Cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sit on the board of um, Orange County uh, Transportation Authority, OCTA. Wow. I had um, was a board member for TCA as well. So I, I really want to know what the issues are. And I think it's important that we know what's coming down the line from the state so that we're not sitting here and going up. We just lost that control. Right. Um, housing to me is one of the biggest concerns right now. Um, there's a um, there's legislation that they've been trying to pass for the third time. It's called SB 50 and it's from Senator Weiner. And we're able to actually um, shut it down. But I have a feeling it'll be back the next couple um, mm-hmm. weeks. And what that is, is they want to take transit in Laguna Niguel. We have Metrolink. They want to be able to put high rises and affordable apartments by any transit. Now, definition of transit varies. It could be a train station. It could be a bus stop. And so what they also want to do is right now, anytime there's a project, you have to go through the city. You have to go through the zoning. Um, We have a planning commission here. What that will do is it'll take that away. And so they can come in here and develop without having any say from those that live here, any say from the city. Correct. And decide what they think is best. And again, one size doesn't fit all. I understand where they want to do, you know, high density, perhaps in San Francisco or a place that fits there, but it doesn't fit in communities like this. We know what's best. And one of my concerns, too, is where did this unaffordable um, crisis begin? I always look back going, well, there was a time when it was affordable to build or to, to actually have a house here. I bought a condo, you know, 20 years ago, but it was 144000 Why did it go up so much? And then you look back and you go, oh, let's look at the legislation. It costs a builder 40% more to build a house in the state of California than any other state. Wow. Why? No Cap and trade, um, excessive taxes. Mm. And so if you actually took some of these and went back, you could make things affordable. So a lot of it has to do with legislation. And um, and again, that overreach of local control has got to stop. And so that's one of the things we're fighting hard for. Okay. And you brought up homelessness earlier. I know that's a big topic, <clears throat> whether you're in Orange County, LA County, or anywhere else, really. You have that as a concern. Here, it's becoming a big crisis because of what occurred up in Santa Ana. Tell us what, what do you see is a way to, I mean, especially for the South Orange County area. Right. He's got a big issue down there. And I know Laguna Miguel had some threats, bad issues too. What, what's, what's our, our options? 
Well, I think we have to look at the homeless issue and one size, again, mm-hmm. doesn't fit all. Yeah. You have different categories. Um, if we go ahead and, and you have those that are basically um, financially burdened, you know, either, you know, in their car or on the brink of becoming hopeless, we have incredible nonprofit agencies that are working with them. You also have those that are addicted. And unfortunately, there are certain laws such as Prop 47 and Prop 57. And I just want to explain those. Back in 2014, Prop 14, excuse me, Prop 47 passed. And what that did is that allowed... Um, felons to become misdemeanors what they wanted to do is oh. bring them so if it was a if it was a felon it was now a misdemeanor um so instead of um, being arrested for doing drugs and going to rehab you basically could go ahead and you can do drugs and you won't be arrested so what that means is that they're still sitting on the street and they're not getting the help before right. you would have the opportunity to get help go to rehab get off the street and that has caused a lot of problems, Prop 47. Prop 57, again, took certain crimes that were felons and moved them down to misdemeanors. For instance, uh, rape, if unconscious, became a misdemeanor. Sex wow. trafficking. Things like that that people had no idea. So, again, now you have a different level of criminal that's on the street. And that's why crime rates started going up. Um, petty theft started going up. Um, and, you know, again, we have costs here, whether it's your city your, or the other city, what it costs for us to have police services and law enforcement, it's it's handcuffing them to be able to do the job. So now you have them on the street not getting the help they have. And, of course, and you have those with um, the mentally ill issue. And, you know, there are different um, hospitals that we can help them with. But there was a point where we had to shut down state hospitals due to the Privacy Act. And there were bad actors out there. Those that can't help themselves, that where we need, that's where we need to step in. And I truly believe we need to be able to give authority to judges to really, you know, take a look and say, listen, does this person need help? And have the opportunity to go ahead and get them the help, perhaps for three, four months. Let them get back on medication. Right. So it's three-pronged, but there's also, where is this mm-hmm. funding going? There's the state and the federal um, uh, funding. They're throwing a lot of money in it, but is it really going anywhere? And I think it's important that we actually do a state audit and look at where all this money is going, because I've looked at this and said, okay, so we gave, you know, an agency $5 million. What did you do with it? And there really isn't um, transparency. Wow. That's a great point. I actually want to talk more about that in our next segment, too, because accountability and transparency with whatever it is, whether it's school bonds we talked about earlier, whether it's a state taxes, the Prop 13, et cetera, all that is to be considered, looked at, and if they can't be uh, held accountable or at least be transparent, it's a problem for a lot of reasons, obviously. Uh, listeners, I'm here with our mayor of Laguna Niguel, Lori Davies. She's been talking about some local and state issues that we all have. And uh, if you want to talk to her or actually get any questions answered, please give us a call. Lori will better respond to you after our show directly and answer your concerns and questions on her own time. And just give us a ring today. We're here on our, our usual number to answer your call or take your calls. And that number again is area code 949-218-3900. Now, if you also want to find out more about Lori herself, she has a website which gives you all of her current race, how the race is going, her polls, which, by the way, I heard she's leading in the polls, and et cetera, all these things you want to know about her, please go to her website. And that's www.davies, D-A-V-I-E-S, 4, F-O-R-C-A, dot com. So it's davies4ca.com. Please stay tuned for our next segment. We'll talk more about tax issues coming up next year, possibly, as well as different propositions that may affect your bottom line in a big way. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Retirement today looks much different than it has in the past. 
market volatility, low interest rates, and the rising cost of healthcare have left more of a burden on individuals than ever before. But it doesn't have to. New Generation Retirement Planning offers a holistic approach to preparing for your golden years. This five-step process allows you to explore the key areas that we believe are fundamental to successful retirement planning. You'll be confident knowing that you have been given careful consideration to asset allocation and risk, income planning, legacy planning, and tax strategies. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat at one of these workshops, call knrconsultinggroup.com at 949-218-3900 or online at knrconsultinggroup.com. Welcome back to our show, Smart Money. Hi, I'm here with our host, our co-host, Ms. Lori Davies, the mayor of Laguna Niguel. We've been talking about some local and state issues that I know a lot of us here in South Orange County and throughout the state probably have for your areas. So Lori is uh, up for election, for actually running for election on the uh, March 3rd, which is for the uh, State Assembly 73rd District at South Orange County. So if you are in the South Orange County area and are registered to vote, please go vote on March 3rd. And uh, of course, do your own due diligence and research your potential candidates. But Lori, I know is a very amazing person, has a lot of big dreams and big goals for our area and uh, has a big heart too. So Lori, thanks again for being on our show today. My pleasure. Yep. And uh, so we talked a bit off air about this topic, which is school bonds in this new Prop 13. Why don't you tell our listeners what that is? They may not have heard it. I'm sure they've seen ads about it on TV, but a lot of us don't fully know what that is trying to do and what the ramifications are with it. So please tackle that. I will, and I'm glad I have the opportunity to talk about it. Um, it's a very a deceiving um, uh, prop that's going to be out there. This is going to be on your ballot on March, and this is a school bond. It's a, a state school bond. It's $15 billion, and it will cost us $11 billion with interest. And I believe it's over a 30 to 35-year um, run. So that means wow. if you're a kindergartner, you will still be paying for this when you're in your 30s. Wow. And um, the concern about this, it's not only that, but how that does is that affects your property taxes. And not only if this passes, what will happen is um, right now what they do when they assess your property taxes when it comes to paying for bonds, right now it was the protection we had. So they would look at what your house you purchased it for, and then it's usually 1.25% to 2% that they can actually tax you on. What they want to do is actually look at market value now, which obviously we know the difference of um, mm. value of our homes sure. over you know, 5, 10, 20 years. Right. Um, and then they want to be able to have the opportunity to actually go from uh, 2% to 4%. So this is huge, especially for those that are on a fixed income. Uh, it'll d- drastically affect um, all of us when it comes to that. So, you know, I'm all for safe schools, but we have to do this correct. And we have to make sure that, you know, the, the money is going to where it's supposed to go. But this is very deceiving. So for me, I would say no on Prop 13. Um, they obviously were very smart about trying to put Prop 13, save Prop 13. This is not about the property tax on your home. This is a school bond. Yeah. And one of the things you, you brought up earlier when we talked off air was that um, there's no transparency. So if the school boards cannot report or document where they're going to spend this money. To me, that's a red flag for any business, not let alone the schools. I mean, nothing, you know, who would disagree with making the schools more safe? That's obviously a needed thing. But when it's not done in a way where it's transparent, is that going to go towards X, Y, and Z, which may not be the right use of that money? These are taxpayers' 
dollars, which we should all be aware of exactly where it's going to go. And that's, is that correct? Or it, not? It, it is. And I know that there's a lot of um, local school bonds mm-hmm. going out there right now. Um, there's one, at least in my area, we've got San Clemente has one. Uh, there's a school bond that is Elisa Vejo, Dana Point, and, and Grinnell combined. I mean, I know that there are more down there. And all we've ever asked is, listen, just be transparent and tell us what you need in regards to repairs. We all want our children to be safe, right. but we're not getting that. And we were having this discussion. I said, listen, if I said, hey, I need you to give me $100,000 um, because I want to remodel my house, right. you're not just going to give me that $100,000. you are going to say, tell me what the projects are. Tell me when they're going to start, where they're going to end, and how much they cost. And sure. that's all we've been asking for, but there's no transparency with that. And this is again just be. This is a burden that is going on to our children um, for another, you know, thirty years. Not to mention, we're still um, paying for another a measure that hasn't finished, and the repairs that were supposed to be handled there are now being pushed over to this bond. So again, um, as a fiscally conservative person, I cannot approve um, going this route until they can be transparent and show us where the money's going. Totally agree. I don't think anybody would disagree with that point, and I don't know why they can't disclose all that. That doesn't make sense, right? <clears throat> so I'm glad that's going to get um, hopefully made to happen or at least corrected, and then this vote or this bill can either go forward or not, but it has to be transparent. Exactly. The other one I know we talked about also, uh, Lori and I off air, was the issue of independent contractors now being treated as employees. That new bill that got passed, and there's in my own world, I own my own business here, and we do have independent contractors as well, and a lot of people do. You're in your industry of event planning and there's other folks that do similar work that that's going to probably break them. And uh, I don't know a bit more. You you talked a lot more about it than I I knew. But wanting to tell our listeners what that really means. And I heard it's being considered get repealed. But also what could this probably is going to do for our economy as a state and what can be done about it? Can they vote against this? Can we get it repealed as a group? If we get the word out, because I know it's it's got some ramifications. It, you know, it certainly does. AB5 um, went through, so it started mm. in January. And what it did it, is it made independent contractors have to become employees. So if I have employees that I 1099, they now have to be employees, which means I have to play, you know, pay EDD for them. Um, I have to pay... Um, uh, workman comp. It Anyone that has a business, it'll probably be another additional 30%. Wow. And that just isn't affordable. This is affecting 3 million people in this state. And um, right now what they're doing is people are trying to become exempt. It, it used to be the Uber bill. That's what it started out because they wanted to make Uber drivers, which are just independent people trying to raise a little bit of extra money on the side. And they wanted to make them have to become employees. So that's where this started. Well, if you're able to have money to be able to lobby you know, you can get exempt. But the small business owner, such as myself, we don't have that type of, um, you know, uh, income to be able to sit there and lobby and hopefully become exempt. Um, This is going to affect high school students, college students. A lot of them are tutors, and but they're also 1099 by um, companies that hire them. They won't be able to do that either. I ran into a um, a contractor who's like, I can't subcontract. I can't afford to have them as employees. So I'm thinking twice about moving out of state. So, um, you know, it's just something that, again, when we're trying to, you know, really help this economy and Mm -hmm. and be business friendly, this is completely the opposite. Yeah, I I agree. I think that's going to have some effects that people who voted yes are not aware of. And it's a a sad tale, but I hope it gets repealed on my own opinion side of this. And uh, I know a lot of people share that thought. 
So, listeners, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, if you just tune in, we're here with the mayor of Laguna Niguel, Miss Lori Davies, and we're discussing some local issues as well as state issues that are affecting a lot of us or at least concerning a lot of us. If you have any questions you want to ask our mayor, please call us now. She uh, is able to take the call later on. She'll be uh, with me right now for the next seven, eight minutes, but afterwards she will call you back at her own time. But if you have any questions or concerns for her or just want to give your own comments, please give us a ring. We do have people standing by to take your call. Our number here, which we are based in Laguna Niguel, is area code 949-218-3900. And again, this is Kevin Richards, Canner Consulting Group. We're here in Smart Money and the mayor of Laguna Niguel, Ms. Lori Davies. Please stay tuned for our last segment. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At KR Consulting Group, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit at knrconsultinggroup.com or call us at 949-218-3900. That number again is 949-218-3900. Welcome back to our show, Smart Money. I'm your host, Kevin Richards. We're here with a special guest today, Ms. Lori Davies, the mayor of Laguna Niguel. We've been tackling about a lot of different issues in, uh, in our short window of time we have today, but I know Lori's been sharing her views on a lot of this, and I, I wanted to kind of ask Lori here, if a person out there listening to our show, which is quite large, we're, we're here in Orange County, and this show airs in LA County and also the Inland Empire, which I know is not in your district, but again, because Lori's running for State Assembly 73rd District, which is South Orange County, but what else, what can a person do, whether whether or not they're in your district you know, is irrelevant, but if they are, of course, what can they do for that district? But for the state itself, if they have concerns about topics we talked about today or even other ones, what can they do? You know, I think there's a lot they can do. For me, what I've really been trying to um, do is, is educate the issues that are out there. Um, I think sometimes I think it's overwhelming and people are busy and they don't realize, you know, what's coming down the pipeline, especially sometimes after an election. The next year, you're kind of surprised you're paying 10 cents for a bag, right. you know, something like that. But always contact um, your electeds, your your state officials, your um, federal officials, they're there to listen. And that really does make a difference. One thing I'm trying to do, though, is, um, you know, reach out to different groups, whether it's um, the faith-based group or it's mommy and me groups, and let them know what issues are coming up. It's important. You need to know with this ballot on March 3rd, what laws are going to affect you? Are they going to affect the safety of your family? Are they going to affect um, your pocketbook? It's really important. So get involved. Take the time. I'm always happy. Um, talk to your local leaders. I have people call me saying, Lori, can you explain to us what this issue is? It's not my job to sit there and tell mm -hmm. you how to vote, but it is my job to educate you on how this will affect you. And then you can make, you know, a, a common sense decision. Right. Action is better than no action. It's always my opinion. No matter what we do, do something. To do nothing is uh, never the right choice, in my opinion, on anything. So first thing and foremost, if you have any questions or concerns, again, we talked about this earlier, please give us a call. Lori will be able to respond to you at her own time. But she is available and she does call people back. Believe it or not, she has called folks herself who had a question that she may have saw on social media. So she cares. She really does care. And guys, we talked about earlier our show 
We did tackle a bit of a homelessness problem. We talked about the uh, AB5, which is making independent contractors to be employees, as well as the Proposition 13, the school bonds proposal. And that's something that, you know, these are all things that affect us. We do the show, guys, to make sure we can add value to things that affect you, not just financially, but politically and, and emotionally. These are all topics, whether you're Republican, Democrat, either way, these are all issues we need to focus on and handle Regardless of your party, the party is never the focus. It shouldn't be. It's the topics. So Lori's got a great view on a lot of these things. So Lori, why don't you tell listeners how they can find out more about you and how they can reach you as well. Of course, they can call our office, but how, how would a person get a hold of you directly later on if they missed our show today? Well, there's a, there's a few ways. Obviously, Mayor Lugunigal, so mm. they can always um, touch base there. And again, um, they can email me there. Um, I'm, I Again, I do get back. I call people. I, I like to surprise people because I don't think they expect to get a call from the mayor. Also, if they have any questions in regards to my race for the uh, 73rd Assembly District, uh, they can reach me at um, my website, uh, daviesforforca.com. Also, there's a Facebook. Um, I'm happy to um, meet people for coffee. Any questions they may have on issues, where I stand. Um, again, I, I'm really an open book and I'm there to um, let them know, you know, I'm there to help. Yeah. I think also you're able to do talks if a group uh, such as a church or a school Absolutely. wants to have you there. So you're open to that discussion for the next Obviously, a few weeks. You know what? I'm open uh, whenever they need to. I mean, that's okay. something that's it's. You could maybe call it a ministry, but I want to make sure that people know what's you know what bills are going down the line, whether it's March or it's November or down. So I'm always happy to go there, talk to them. They can bring their ballot. They can do whatever they want to do. But um, I just want to educate. Yeah, I love that about it. So the voters, voters, I should say, listeners, if you have not registered to vote, <laughs> please do register to vote first and foremost. That's an obvious point to do. But I know if you've not seen this yet, the uh, the next election is March 3rd. That's where you can vote for the state assembly for the 30, 73rd district. Again, that's what Lori is running for. But uh, again, look at all your options. Consider all of, all the issues. Get educated on it. And please do call us if any of these points or any other points uh, you have concerns about or want to discuss it with the mayor, who also may hopefully become part of the state assembly. Call us. Call us today. We have people sitting by uh, here at our office. We're in Laguna Niguel. And also in Garden Grove, but our main office is here down in Laguna Niguel. Just give us a ring. Our phone number, again, is area code 949-218-3900. And I've been here with the mayor of Laguna Niguel, Miss Lori Davies. So appreciate your time. As always, we're blessed to have these listeners. And please stay tuned next week for another episode. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949-218-3900 or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.